everyone, welcome to the Vocal Code Unlocked podcast season two. You're here with me, Adetone Ayola, and as always, my wonderful co-host, Katie. How are you doing today? Hello, my darling. I'm really, really well today. Thank you. My voice is slightly deeper than season one. Don't worry, I've just got a tiny bit of a cold. That's all that is. <laughs> How are you, my darling, Adetone? How have you been? I've been really good, actually. Um, it's snowing, which is nice, um, which is which is rare, I guess. Um, but appreciated i'm warm at home looking outside the window and it's nice (laughs) (laughs) there are some positives to being locked down here we are (laughs) it's so exciting to be back though it's so um it's such an exciting um opportunity to be doing season two because we had such fun last season doing season one i mean look at us season one season two um it's like we're pros it's like we've done this before um but no it's so exciting just to be back and having an opportunity to um yeah just chat to other wonderful people in this slightly strange ongoing weird time and kind of bringing people together and giving back I know that lots of people who'd listened to season one really enjoyed it so we kind of like picked up from there and this is where we're at back here doing something we love and I get to do it with my beautiful um sister in vocal crime yeah 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 oh that was messy Katie messy um (laughs) on this next season of the vocal crime unlocked we are going to have um some incredible resilient guests who are going to share their their tips with us some side hustles that they've developed um and today we're speaking to Annie Grace. Annie how are you? Hello how are you? I'm good. It is so nice to be here with you ladies. You too! Woo! <laughs> I love that enthusiasm hun. <laughs> um I've <laughs> you've got to have a little bit of enthusiasm haven't you? What else could you do? Look, I'm we haven't been out this is like this is the equivalent of this is my social life right now guys I don't know what I'm going to be be like when I go back into society I don't know what I'm going to be like that like at this point do you know what I mean I've just been trapped inside for so long yeah we're going to be like can we touch can we no no I'm comfortable with that 10 Jaeger bars thank you very much Um, um, Annie tell us a bit about yourself so I am a singer, DJ, uh, a fashion stylist, and I've just been saying to you girls that I've managed to decorate my entire flat during lockdown. So uh, yeah, you know, so, but you know, singer, DJ and stylist. And that is why we wanted to talk to you. Because <laughs> I mean, for you lot listening, you can't see, we're obviously looking into Annie's living area, which looks about as fabulous as she looks right now. Um, very pink. Very it's lovely pink. though. And the thing is, this it's lovely because the thing I love about you is, and it makes so much sense why to me, even though we haven't really embarked on our chat yet, why styling would be such a huge influence in your life. Because if anybody knows who you are, and also by the way, you can check out Annie at styled by Annie Grace on Instagram. You can go and check her out. That was very good. Well remembered. I'm reading some notes. I'm not going to lie. I just don't want to get it wrong. (laughs) She's prepped. She's prepped. So 
for me, just anybody that sees you, you're just, you've got so much uh, charisma, your personality is huge, your voice is huge. I've had the pleasure of sharing the stage with you a few times and you're just, yeah, you're infectious. So um, oh, we're really you. excited to have you on and thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you guys. I've been so excited. Mm -hmm. If anything, to show off the pink flat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I see some sparkles in the background oh, as well. Well, this is my uh, styling mannequin, mannequin, Beyonce. There you go. Oh, got a little outfit on at the moment. Oh, she's fabulous. Look at that outfit. Yeah, just a little sequin kimono. No biggie. Oh, nice. And some fur and, you know, oh. A little faux fur and a, a pleather beret, you know. Very pretty. <laughs> Thank what, you very what much. What would one want to wear? Well, what else could you want, guys, you know? Um, so, Annie, let's start from the very beginning of your, um, can we call it a side hustle? Does that sound like we're doing you a disservice? Because you were, were you singing before? Like, tell us about why you love styling and how did you get into styling? I, well, well, we're going far back now. I, uh... I've always loved fashion. So when I was younger, I used to, I did loads of, I worked in retail for years, but we're talking like 10 years ago. Um, and I worked for this company called Whistles for years, which I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's like a high-end women's high street brand, but I was obsessed with it. And, um, and I've always loved styling. And I was kind of doing gigs on the side. I was doing gigs on the weekend and, and kind of working at Whistles. And I was brand ambassador, guys, oh. you know, claim to fame. So, okay. I mean, you know, let's not not get it twisted. I was an absolute terrible employee. My uh, my boss once pulled me to one side and was like, you're leading the other staff astray. But I was fantastic at selling clothes, so I never got fired. Um, So it was like, it was, I had to weigh it up whether I wanted to go into fashion or I wanted to do music because at that time, I thought, well, I can't do both because they both, as you guys know, music takes up so much time, mm. doesn't it? Um, so I chose music in the end and, you know, I've been a self-employed musician for years. Uh, but then, you know, lockdown hit and I was like, well, why can't I do both and, and be self-employed and then both? I don't think I'd realised at the time because I'd not thought about it. And I, I thought fashion was like, you know, I'd go and work for a, for a magazine like it is in films. But there's so many avenues you can you can go down. Mm. So yeah, it kind of I've always loved it, kind of as much as I've loved music. Yeah, your um on your Instagram, I noticed um you know you obviously advertise your services with styling as like personal and professional, so you can do like wardrobe makeovers and stuff like that, which I love the idea of yeah. absolutely and um. How would you define the uh, the term personal style? I personal style is is not really following trends. I mean, you can in, you can incorporate trends into what you're doing, but personal style is I've, it sounds so cheesy, but kind of just being true to you. Like, and I think you learn it as as you get on because personally, I've been through so many different styles. I mean, I went through one phase when my hair was as tall as Marge Simpson. <laughs> and you look back now and I'm like, why didn't someone tell me? But, you know, you try these things out, don't you? And I think you, it's just adding little bits of pizzazz that's you. 
and that's what you want to portray. Um, and to me, that's what personal style is, you know. Okay, and it, with that in mind, how how do you then put outfits together for people with, um, you know, different shapes, sizes? You know, are there key things that you like to focus on to bring out that person's style or avoid? I think the main fashion rule is knowing what body shape you are. There's five body shapes, which is, let me see if I can rack my brain, uh, athletic, hourglass, pear shape, strawberry, or an apple. Ooh. Go me. Okay. So, and I honestly think that's like the main key that you should know um, because it because then you know kind of what to accentuate. Athletics have got it easy because, like, you know, you can pull off, I think that body shape can kind of wear anything. Most most models on the catwalk and stuff are athletic. But then, you know, I think I, I've got a difficult body shape to dress. So I think because I started with that, then everything else is kind of a, dressing other people is kind of a walk in the park because I know my body's really difficult to dress. Can I say why why do you think that is? Because I wouldn't necessarily have looked at your figure and ever gone, oh, that's a difficult figure to dress. Well, if it's dressed well, Katie. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's about, I mean, it's just knowing what to accentuate. So I know that my, the smallest part of my body and everyone's different, you know, it, there's it's not a, it's not a rule but if it, the most flattering style for me is to show off my waist because that's the smallest part of my body um and yeah I mean if you're an apple shape then your legs are your best feature so show off your legs so it's just kind of knowing and you don't need to get too I think people I think people get too stuck on it you know if you've studied it and stuff there was when I was studying it, there was people in my class that were so stuck on it. And it's just a, you know, you can wear what you want. Yeah. You can wear a bin bag on your head if you want. And if, you, if you've got the confidence to pull it off, go for it, hun. Yeah, because actually I was going to ask you, Annie, that I'm sure we all, myself included, we make fashion mistakes all the time. Um, like what would be some of the most common, um, bearing in mind we're obviously looking at this from, um, like a female in the music industry and probably, you know, like on and off her, on and off her kind of like work-life balance. So she might be on stage, she might be just at home, but in terms of like that type of persona in our minds, what kind of mistakes do you see popping up in terms of, and it could just be as simple as like, you're not dressing for your body shape. It's, it is that. And now I do think there's an element in the, in the industry where there's this thing of wanting to be cool. So so you might be wearing something like, I can't think of a particular example, but but you might be wearing something that that is in fashion, but doesn't suit your body shape. And, you know, it might not really be your style. It, it just might be wrong, but you'll, you'll carry on and do it because it's in fashion. But you'll look back at you'll look back at that in a in a couple of years when that's not in fashion and be like, what was I doing? I mean, I've done it. Everyone's done it. You know, I think that's the biggest mistake. I think trying to trying to be cool and because that's the main thing, isn't it? Everyone wants to be cool and follow the trends yeah. and all of that stuff. I think that's the the biggest mistake. Just dress for you and your body shape. Okay. Well, when it comes to us as singers. Um, you know, generally in the music industry, we're always known for black. Yeah. 
um, I was wearing a bright pink jumper when this call started. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, not everybody, you know, we just have this uniform, it seems. Mm. Um, but why do you think that is? It's leather, it's red lips, it's, you know, it, it's heels, it's, you know, why do you think that is the kind of staple outfit for, for musicians I think, and singers? I think part of it is, you know, musicians want to be a bit edgy, you know? Uh, it's that kind of rebellious thing. But obviously, especially if you're doing doing backing vocal work and stuff like that, it's a colour that really just blends in and lets, you know, if you're doing artist work or whatever, lets, lets the artist shine and you're you're very much in the background. So I think just because it's such a muted tone, um, yeah, and I, I, you know, people are rocking their black leathers and whatnot. So, you know, you can make it look edgy. Yeah, that's a great thing to talk about because quite often the three of us for sure and many people listening will have been told, yeah, if you could just wear uh, just black and smart cash, cool cash, trendy, Whatever that means, and obviously, cool edgy. I hear I a mean, lot. Cool edgy black. Can you give some really useful tips to, like, almost like a go-to? If that is the brief that you get given to, and you're going to work, and it might be a job that you've been doing for years, it could be a brand new gig, it could be a whole, whole diverse, you know, situation. But what what would be some really good things to implement in your style if you're just given, yeah, edgy, cool. I mean, always follow follow your own thing, but some staples that that I like to go for, which I don't really think you can go wrong with, get a black leather jacket. Right. You know, you can't really go wrong. There's a shape to fit everyone. You can't go wrong. Um, like, I think the, the key is accessorising as well. If you want to like kind of stand out, you know, get a nice necklace or something, you know. Uh, I like a maybe a black skinny jean and a shoe boot. Something along those lines, you know. Just keep it simple. You don't. I don't think you want to overdo it, but just just jazz it up with accessories. And I think hair and makeup has a has a big part to play with it as well. You know. Okay. Um, this is this might sound like a random question, and it came up in conversation between Katie and I. Um, as we were discussing it but with with that in mind do you think that there is a particular mm. maybe unsaid unwritten rule about kind of standing out and being individual when you're working with a certain type of artist like a female artist for example you know if the band are all in black and the females are in black as well but still want to have a bit of themselves mm. in it do you think sometimes there might be a bit of a not a clash or power struggle, but is there a way for the BV to not kind of, <laughs> you know, overstep the mark? But you know, yeah. if you get what I'm trying to say, it, it's it's a good it is a good question. You know, it's it's a hard one to answer because it just depends on the person, isn't it? It might be an artist that's like, yeah, you go, girl. Do you know what I mean? You do, but like then it could be someone that's not not into that, but. Oh, I, I would always say it's all about accessories for me. If you keep the if you keep the outfit ba- like quite basic, then just adding t- like little little touches here and there. I I think just with your own individual style, I think makes so much difference. But then obviously you can um, you can judge 
how far you can go with that you, by you know researching the artist and and all of that stuff and saying that i think there's i don't know how to say it but i think there's sometimes you might get an audition for an artist and be like that's that's not for me at all like that's you know that's not my style so sometimes it's maybe be true to yourself and be like that's just not for me at all you know like if i got something classical in i i would i would know i wouldn't be showing my best light doing that and i wouldn't get it so yeah yeah you know? it, it's so, that's such a good good point because i think actually with within the music industry we're often trying to fit mm. a brief but we're also trying to just yeah shed a little bit of light on ourselves just bring a little bit of individuality to a maybe even a concept I I had an experience once um where I was working with the BBC and I came in to do some work with a particular artist and it was for a very specific project and I was wearing all black and I had some like wedge trainers on they were kind of this I was mean, quite a while ago wedge trainers were all the rage back at the day <laughs> I mean uh wedge a wedge Not trainer that. I had like oh I mean it well I mean we're talking like maybe let's bring them back ago, get them out the cupboard oh my god um a wet look oh, legging lovely and a long a long kind of like sheer black shirt that had like some metal on it some kind of like dangly metal love that exactly it sounds like you made it it. well here's the thing so I actually didn't do any research into you know really much of the artist I was a little bit I was just lucky so I turn up and I'm I'm wearing my thing I am obviously in my mind I'm thinking I want to look a bit cool I'm obviously going to dress the part as much as I think I can having not done any research just from my own experience but actually when we got styled for the the actual show a lot of the um styling was based on my outfit amazing. On that day. <laughs> yeah I love it but I totally that was a fluke like totally fluke but I um love that. but it was it was yeah I was like oh I bet you felt amazing that, yeah I I did and I think obviously that scored me the oh, key come on now um but, but it just goes to show, actually, that, you know, um, when everything is in the right place. So if you're wearing something that you feel good, that flatters your body and then you step into a situation that's going to be yeah. suitable with that. And it, it cha- it's just going to be like, Well, it changes it, it, the way you, you know? are as well. Personally, you know, even now in lockdown, if I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to change out my tracksuit bottoms. I feel better, you know. I am wearing them now, but I feel better when I change out of them. And, and, you know, you put a bit of makeup on. And so probably when you walked into that room, you probably, your confidence was was better anyway because you felt happy in what you were wearing. Yeah. What What's interesting about um, what you're saying, Katie, is that, like, it's so amazing that you 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 did what Annie said to do was you, you were yourself. So, you know, yourself kind of won. You came well put together your outfit fit you, made you look good and everything. Um, But then how does that work in relation to what you were saying earlier, Annie, about, um, you know, not going for certain gigs because you may not fit the the particular brief when actually maybe, you know, vocally as a personality, you're amazing for the show, 
Um, mm. So it's like, how? What's the what's the what's the fine line for you? Where do you go? Oh, actually, I can adapt to this gig. They want formal. Can still be any grace. I'm yeah. gonna try this. So what what would you what would you advise somebody that is, I guess, quite distinctive in their style, or yeah. wants to do the gig? Might feel mm. like, oh, I don't know how to do that. What would you advise? Would be like a a kind of a staple guide to you know making sure that they can do the gig so they don't feel like they are missing out on work just because of an outfit yeah I think it it's uh you know if if it's something you really want to go for and I kind of just use classical for me because I know that even my vocals don't suit that it's just not me at all you know but if it's something that that vocally you'd be really right for for sure I would definitely tone it all down I I think you know I like maybe a top knot or something but like just tone the whole thing down and keep everything to a minimal still keep the the shapes and the structures of the clothes like really flattering know what your body shape is and keep it flatter keep it flattering you know but just quite simple I think that's the key just keeping it simple for BV work in terms of like having staple wardrobe must have just in general you know when you're just like if you had to throw a handful of stuff in a bag and just hope for the best what would be <laughs> you mentioned the black leather jacket i yeah. i totally agree i've actually one of those things just, that you're always gonna wear it yeah and it's good for like nights out it's good for just walking into town in the day but what what would be like your um I would advise everyone just have this, have this, have this. What would be your kind of wardrobe must-haves? Personally, I love trousers. Like, I don't think you can be a, a good pair of tailored trousers. I would have a, and I guess let's go with the black theme here. A uh, okay, a good leather jacket, a, a good black blazer. I think is really mm. good. I'm I do love jackets, so I'm a bit biased because that's my favourite thing. <laughs> um, a a couple of different tops. I normally have maybe a high neck black top, a fitted. I, w I kind of always go fitted for, for tops, but that's because my body shape suits that. But go with a couple of styles of tops, maybe a black cami, a black high neck, and then something a bit jazzier, a black sequin, you know? Ooh. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a good pair of tailored trousers, as I said. Maybe a good pair, pair of jeans, some really good fitting jeans. I don't think you can go wrong with. And a nice mm. little black dress. And obviously some very comfortable heels. I think that's what I would shove in my bag. Al along with a couple of statement necklaces that maybe, you know, go with everything. I, and I think the key is not to have too many things in your wardrobe. Like, I'm sure when we go through our wardrobes, when I do wardrobe edits for people the amount of stuff that they throw out because there's only a small percentage of stuff that you actually wear. Yeah. So it's good yeah. not to clog it all and just have those staples there that you can be like, oh, I've got this pair of trousers, but I can put that with that top, that top, that top, you know, and you can re-wear everything. I know this is quite um, a difficult question to answer because just going back to what you said about body types, that's a whole... I, I wanted just to ask you about mm. dresses because quite often as women, you know, the brief might be girls, if you could just wear a black dress <laughs> rather than like a pant and a blazer. I'm a massive fan of a, of a blazer and a oh, pant yeah. as well. Love it. 
Um, Because I actually feel that there is this fine line, with all due respect, between almost office Mm -hmm. wear and stage wear. And it's almost like these examples you've given, you know, that maybe just switching it for a pant, a nice tailored trouser, or a jacket, Blake, just switching it up to make it, dare I say it, just a bit more kind of like on trend. But if we had to go for a dress, a black dress, what, and I know that you, you're going to, you know, not one dress fits all. Um, is there kind of like a quick fire go-to for finding a dress that doesn't look like you've just come out of the office? Um, I would probably say if you're going to, just don't get a plain black dress. Get a dress with like a tiny bit of, and, and don't go too far. I mean, you don't want to look like you're in Freedom Bar in Soho. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do miss that place. Um, find something with a little bit of embellishment, like, you know, a, a little stud, as as you said, on your your shirt that won you the gig. Oh. Um, a little bit of embellishment, a little sequin. I would say that if you're going to go for just one dress, uh, for, the, for the larger busted ladies, don't make it too low. You know, get something that you can kind of, get away with any anything if you're just going to stick one dress in the bag because there's there's some gigs where it's absolutely fine but there's some gigs that it's a, a real no-no um or you know maybe a lace but i would say just some some sort of embellishment just to jazz it up so it doesn't look like you've just come from the office mm, that's a good yeah. shout mm. and a belt i don't think you can go wrong with belts you might want to stick a belt around the middle you know that's true just to break it up depending on mm-hmm. on what's needed mm. that's so cool Thank you so much for your 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 insights. I mean, I know we've kind of um, it sounds like we kind of bullet bullet pointed everything, um, but it's just good to get your your opinion on this. And like, aside from musicians, how do you find styling in your everyday since you've since you've qualified? I think because I know so much more. I mean, I kind of knew I knew what looked good before, but because I know why that looks good, I kind of feel a bit more justified in in why I'm doing that especially especially when while styling other people it, it, for myself it hasn't really changed but you know doing wardrobe edits and stuff like that for people I can if someone's unsure about something but I can explain to them why because I I know all of I know why now so yeah it's it's really helped and I think it was just a, a bit of a qualifying in it was just a bit of a push to be like oh cool I can do it you know so how do you see yourself going forward post lockdown Annie um how do you sort of foresee carrying on the because I I feel like music and styling they just seem like they're like a marriage really I mean you've got to be quite aesthetically aware in this in this music industry especially for the females um and for the guys but we've got a bit more choice I think Females have got a bit more kind of, you know, you can do a few more things with your outfit. But do you see, do you, how do you see the parallels for you going forward? I think I will, because I've, I've been in the music industry for so long, I will definitely uh, smiling for particularly like music artists and, and that kind of thing. Um, Just, I think it will tie in better with everything and and I kind of understand how the industry works and and stuff like that so it's kind of the natural route to take Mm. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, th you know, at the moment I'm thinking that there's no reason why the two can't really just run side by side each other. And being self-employed, you can sort of do your own schedule, can't you? Definitely. Okay. Have you gone virtual? Are you doing like virtual styling and virtual wardrobe editing? Do you know what? I've not done any in, in lockdown three yet. So not yet, but I'm, yeah, it's something I'm definitely going to do. I, it, like, it's funny, the virtual thing, isn't it? It's so much, I, I like doing things face to face. So I've kind of been reluctant, but I think it will be a really good thing to do. And, you know, might give people a bit of a boost as well to have a little bit of a wardrobe clear out. Yeah, when they come out of their hiding. I feel like everyone's going to come out of lockdown three in like faux fur and you know, wearing their heels to the shops and, and all sorts. Like, I, I sometimes get dressed up at home for no reason. Just go all out and just, yeah. <laughs> I do too, just to take some pictures for Instagram, you know? Why not? <laughs> yeah. No one needs to know what I look like the other 90% the other of the time. <laughs> I was going to say something like, oh, no. Um <laughs> Really? I mean, it, honestly, it, it's such, it's one of those things that even, even when, you know, even if you're somebody who dresses well, most of the time, we all find that the kind of the, the constant change of trends and influences. And sometimes you just look at your wardrobe and go, I've had that for too long. I just need to change it for something else. And, and it might be as simple as just putting something with something you've never put together with before. It could be like that top and that bottom never before now I'm going to make it work um so it just it's a really really good yeah. concept and and it is especially you know when uh, as so you said true. if everything is going to be online it doesn't matter if you're not you know spending the entire day in your in your heels and your you know your pantsuit if it's going to be for an impactful one photo then it's gonna it's gonna be great it's gonna work it's gonna have done its job so no. It doesn't. And I think I go through my wardrobe and there's like some things I've had for years that I, I mean, you know, they might not fit me as well now. Thank you, lockdown. I'm joking. <laughs> but there's some things I've had for years and when I wear them, they just make me happy. Like I've, I've got a, an amazing sequin kimono that I just love. So like, you know, you can get some real joy out of having some like key pieces and there's no harm in in spending in investing in in a few bits that might last you for years, you know. I think that's a good thing. I I have a question that I'd love to ask you. Um, I know before we wrap up, is how many times can you wear those like statement pieces before it's a bit? Oh, she's wearing it again. <laughs> oh, do you know what I think? You do, you, hun. I don't think it matters now. I think people are so much less judgmental. And I think, and as we said, you can wear it in so many different ways. Maybe not the sequin kimono, but I'm going to wear it anyway. You know? You can do your hair a different way. You know? Rock it out to Londis. Why not? <laughs> this is perfect. Oh. Of all the shops. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> No one's going to forget you, though, are they? No, they're not. I mean, my man in Londis has seen me in some real outfits, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how clothes can just make you feel good, you know? Just just, just wear it. Oh, they d I just str strut down the road to Sainsbury's. I mean, some days I'm like, I'm going to make an effort today. 
the today is an effort day struck down to say it really does lift your mood yeah, yeah it is amazing and I love I love your advice your previous advice okay yes we are always clothed in black but I guess just bring in your personality in so that you don't get mm. lost because I think mm. that's kind of why everybody's wardrobe is boring actually in our industry sometimes because you have 58 different leather jackets 58 different black this black that and by the time mm. you're in a normal life on your summer holidays because there's no gigs you've got nothing to wear or <laughs> your wardrobe is black you don't know how to oh, wear no. color you don't know how to put things together yeah um you get stuck in a rut yeah so I mean I think it would be really good to see how people um you know do what you're doing you know experiment put things together that they otherwise yeah. wouldn't do I just I just see every day well especially at the moment I mean it's been a difficult year isn't it why not if you want to put those two things together, you go for it. Like, I've, I've literally spent a lot of my days just kind of going through my wardrobe and, and putting together different outfits that I wouldn't have had time to do before. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's nothing more a, a boosting of your esteem when you feel like you're in such a comfortable outfit. It doesn't have to be designer. It could just be something simple, but it just looks good on you. You feel good. It means that you'll bring your A game. And if somebody accepts that about you and just brings you into their team or you get that job or you get that gig I mean how amazing is that oh, feel like you are being you and everybody's just giving you a thumbs up it's like that's when you feel that's when I would feel like I'm winning like you know I, yeah. you just feel very validated and I think there's there's no better feeling is there it's just just such a nice feeling to be like oh well this is totally me yeah which is just so nice Defo. Well, thank you, Annie. Thank you so much for just sharing your time, your wisdom with us. Um, it's just been really good and it's actually encouraging. I think I may I may do that more, just go in my wardrobe and just put things together and just see see how they work and, you know, kind of work on being bringing a bit more of my personality to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it on Instagram. Yeah, well, we'll see. To <laughs> <laughs> <Should> be seen. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. On, and I hope this has helped kind of some people if they feel a bit stuck on their style and and whatnot. I hope this helps a little bit. Okay, can people reach you on Instagram? Like, can they just slide in your DMs for? Well, fashion? they absolutely can. It's uh, styled by Annie Grace, Fantastic. as Katie said earlier. Thank you so much. Thank you, Annie. Honestly, it's been so insightful, and we again really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much. And please dig those wedged trainers out. <laughs> Get them now. Please. <laughs> Love it. Wicked. Well, thank you so much, everybody. That's been the Vocal Code on Lot with the amazing Annie Grace. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.